Hey, baby, just dad. Hey, darling, I want to talk to you. Uh, talk to you for a minute, find out what you're doing and what's happening in your life. It's me, Annalie, just, you know, talking to myself. Hey, Annalie, uh-huh. I want to hear about a time when you felt like, you know, at some random moment in life, mm-hmm. you were experiencing things very differently than everyone else in the moment. Because I'm very obsessed. <laughs> I'm very obsessed with perspective. Mm. And I guess you could, another word for that is context. And another word for that is, you know, scale. But yeah. really the concept of knowing that everything is defined by other, right? And so if you don't like what something is, you can always change kind of like what you think about it, if that makes any sense. Yes, it actually does, yeah. <laughs> so I, I want to know about a time in your life when you felt like, because this is all basically coming down to autistic awe, right? Like, mm-hmm. like for me, the best way to describe how I experience life is that it's very much like a cinematic movie, just snapshots of movies. And, and this probably contributes to, you know, the whole, you know, misdiagnosis or not of, of like bipolar that I've had in, in, in my history, my mental health history. Hmm. And, and that makes sense because everything just seems um, like heightened. Yes, right. exactly. Exactly. Everything seems so unnecessarily heightened. And, and, and you know, this is kind of going off on a tangent, but. I saw this TikTok video one time about a man saying that his the main thing he noticed after going on medication for 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 being bipolar was basically that he didn't feel like the main character of his own life and his own story anymore. He just felt like kind of like a tan, a tangential side character, which I, I, to, which to me, I, I I just thought was like oh, oh god, that just sounds like that sounds like being dead. And that's always that's always been my big struggle with with being okay. And, and navigating mental health and navigating mm-hmm. even spirituality because I've never been able to find a way towards like actual balance and peace by society's mm-hmm. terms and by society's definitions without also kind of mm-hmm. just smallening my capacity in general to feel. You know, like I always say that nature abhors a vacuum. So mm-hmm. you cut off the top, then you're also going to cut off the bottom. There's nothing is free. Like all of these little catchphrases that I'm always trying to say that, that I know <laughs> like, that just people don't get. Yeah. Never. <laughs> they just, they never, they never hit home. But exactly. I know. I, I know that feeling. I, I love these little stories where almost the more random and the more boring and, and seemingly just banal they are, mm-hmm. the more beautiful it makes hearing about how somebody was experiencing that moment. Because that's truly what you know, being able to access different dimensions is. It's not yes. like ascending into like 5D <laughs> or anything. It's understanding that like you are being able to experience, because everything's happening here and now, right? Yes. You're able to experience things from a different perspective of where you already are that you just couldn't access before. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's always surprising to people that it's these little moments that they w- they've never even clocked that are the ones that are the loneliest for other people to not notice mm. yeah. <laughs> because it's if it was like these big life events or these big moments that are obvious that 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 people aren't kind of communing with me in then then that's understandable yeah like that I would be like lonelier and you know like depressed or I would feel lonely but I think it's because these moments happen so often Mm-hmm. And and I try to explain to people, but I really am seeing, I really am getting affected by my interpret, and I I understand it's my interpretation, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm not I'm I'm not a fool. I, I mean, maybe I am, but it, it's it's not me being unaware of myself. Mm-hmm. I always say that 
the way I experience depression is it isn't that I don't know that there are beautiful things in life. It's that I know that there are so many beautiful things in life and I feel like there are so many that nobody is there to notice them with me. Mm. It does, yeah, so I have a story. Okay. I mean, I, m- I might have two, but, but I'll, I'll start with my one because I, I really wanted to just give an example of a, a time when I felt like I was noticing something to such a different degree than everyone else was. Mm-hmm. And I was seeing something so beautiful that I really did feel like I, I might as well have been living in a different dimension. I might as well have been a different world. I felt like this film of separation, which was so funny because I'm, I'm literally standing right next to people. Oh, right. Yeah. So this was during, I want to say it was like New Year's Eve right after like all the crazy shit happened in 2020. So oh, damn. it was such a scary year. Remember when everything was actually, actually like popping off and people were just like losing their minds. Not that they still aren't, but <laughs> seriously, for real. It, was, it had been a really crazy long year and without going into the details of uh, how much I lost because I'm not trying to complain. Don't worry. No complaint. But w- without going and, and wallowing in that, it, it had been the worst year of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, career, personal, everything. Like, uh, I still, to this day, don't think I'm ever going to be finished processing the loss of an entire life. But that, oh. that's for many more episodes. Um, <laughs> but we were all standing um, on my partner's mother's porch because his work was taking us everywhere. And during the holidays, we ended up at my partner's mom's house. Be- beautiful house in upstate New York lovely woman one of my favorite people in the entire world she's like basically my mom now since my mom passed away oh, it, it, it was it, but it was still an intense year right so yeah 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 I was with my partner and my partner's brother who I'm also very very good friends with and their father right so just just the boys just uh-huh, my partner uh-huh. and you know his brother and his dad just the good old the good old men of the family mm-hmm. and it was snowing and it was New Year's Eve oh wow and there's something about winter that I've always loved. I'm just one of those people. I'm a freak. I, I really, I really, really, really love winter. There's a certain quietness that, I know. that falls over everything. I, I love winter too. Almost as if, um, it's kind of like that same quietness that happens when, I don't know if you've ever done like mushrooms or acid. Ooh. It, 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 there's, there's a muteness. There, there's like, um, yes. An, yes. like an audio compression. It's kind of, it's also kind of like the same if, if you've ever stepped inside an actual recording studio. Yes. Yes. How, yes you're not even aware of all the ambient echoes and how like mm, mm. vacuous space that you exist yes. in is until you step into a recording studio and you're like, oh, and everything just goes <sighs> and it's just mute and it's so comforting and it's just so like, it, 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 I don't know, it's kind of like a blanket. It's, it, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's so peaceful. It's very soothing for your brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I, there's something I love about the winter because it's just better. <laughs> it almost feels like winter soothes the inflammation Ooh. of the soul to me, right? Like we need it. We oh. need that ice compress. I love that. But like how irritated and agitated and angry people get <laughs> in the summer. Yeah. And we were standing on the porch and we were all passing around a J, right? And it the was about to be um, the next year. Like the countdown was happening. And you start having all of those weird thoughts about just reflecting about like my life and (laughs) the norm, (laughs) you know, exactly. And I remember distinctly that all of a sudden it went from being that, that beautiful quietness I just described. Yes. To 
not so quiet because the neighbors who we couldn't really see because these were actual neighborhoods, right? And because um, it, it, it really is, upstate New York is some of the most gorgeous, uh, it, it's just beautiful, I love it. So some of the neighbors' kids peeled into the driveway and came home and they started playing a game of basketball. Okay. And they opened their car door apparently and they turned on the radio and they started just kind of playing a game of horse or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they, I don't know if it was with friends, you know, it doesn't really matter. But all of a sudden, our moment was like ruined. was very much a part of their moment and vice oh. versa. Like all of the sounds, like, like think about what a basketball, like, you know, on a driveway when it's really, and, and just like the squeak of tennis shoes, you know? Mm. And, 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 and most importantly, it, it was like the lingo, I'm, I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> the jive, <laughs> yeah, you're good. the jive, of of how they were talking to each other, as in like this kind of roughhousing locker talk type, type of. Um, yeah. I, I'm s- I'm so not into sports. <laughs> I, I was only into sports when I had to be when I was married to a guy that that made me be. Um, <laughs> but it was it was all of a sudden like um it was a different atmosphere altogether and totally. And it's not that I saw my partner and his brother. Um, and in particular, you know, their dad get irritated, but I'm just, um, aware of, of like energy, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I hate that. Sometimes I hate the way I sound. I'm just like aware of energy. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it's fine. Just, I'm working on it. Um, but I'm aware of, of really subtle just shifts. Yeah. They didn't even stand any different way, but I can, I can feel what adjusting yes. feels like in a moment. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm like very aware of that too. And yeah. I could feel a tensing. Mm. all of a sudden Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not for any particular reason but just kind of like an automatic knee jerk of like oh we went from this moment feeling really intimate almost like we're outside by ourselves, but the outside almost belongs to us because that's how winter works it's just almost like a safety thing it's the awareness of others Mm. right and I could start to sense kind of like the peacefulness of the moment that we were in not slipping away but but changing and okay like not um, conversation and and laughter seemed to be um, getting squeezed through just a, a tighter uh, channel, <laughs> and I love that description. And it was so funny because in that moment I was so aware because I was so lonely. There was a moment when I was there where I had the sudden urge at one point d- during that whole season to basically like I remember thinking this. I looked at his mom and I remember thinking I might just walk over there and like throw my arms around her and, and start sobbing because I know she'll, because I really could use that, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. and I know that she would, and I also knew that she had no idea that I was really in that mental state at the time, like, mm. uh, but I didn't. <laughs> oh, maybe, I mean, maybe she did. I held it together. <laughs> but I was very aware all of a sudden of, of observing them, uh-huh. right? And then also comparing that to the moment I was in were just such a different dimension because the moment I was in, was like, wow, hmm. this is amazing and so beautiful. Because the way I was processing that, and I told my partner in the moment, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, what, like almost like what a synchronistic, beautiful, like sign from the Lord, baby Jesus. <laughs> but, but like, how beautiful, how perfect. What better sounds to hear and to be quote unquote blessed with than the sound of young, <laughs> kind of like young teenage American boys playing basketball in the safety of their own driveway mm. with 
the top 50 charts of, of whatever music playing and, and laughter and, and horse playing. Uh, okay. And, yeah. and yeah. it just seemed so like perfect. Perfect. Because yes. it seemed yeah. like, this is going to sound dramatic, but it seemed like the type of last minute reminder, like from the universe and, and if you want to call it God or whatever, fine, that was sent out of everything that could be heard to remind you that things might be normal again. Oh, wow. You know, that things might actually, right now, be okay. And maybe yes. you just don't know they're okay. But it was such a beautiful, whew, picturesque, classic moment of normalcy. Mm. And all of a sudden, the soundtrack from their car radio, Aww. like it was almost like we were getting to borrow it. It didn't feel like an invasion, an audio yeah. invasion of sound. It felt like, mm. like a gift. It felt like, mm. oh, wow, and here, we didn't even have a radio. And it, it was just the soundtrack of life, you know? Yes. It was the soundtrack of... Oh, that's that, that's oh, lovely. Yeah, young boys and and like the next generation continuing on and 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 also at that point, I think we have to remember too that doing any type of interactive things with each other was really scary. Oh, oh, we yeah. didn't even know if like you know we could stand in lines near each other. So mm -hmm. playing basketball and and doing anything like art was very very um, scary and constrained at the time. Yep. And I and I remember turning to my partner because I I I so often don't share those moments. Really. Yeah, and they, I just experienced them da, 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 like a Rolodex in my head and it, it really does feel like I'm just living in a different world a lot of times than other people and then mm. you know people want to come and just be like oh it's so hard to see that the world is so beautiful and, and I mean <laughs> yeah I guess sometimes <laughs> it is because I think that happiness is nothing if not shared wow yeah <laughs> because I don't want I don't know if you've ever seen that movie Into the Wild um, there's like a great part where it, it, yeah, it, it's just this whole concept of, especially for someone as introverted as I am, but I also consider myself an ambivert, you know, are, are you yeah. really an introvert or is it trauma? Like whatever, <laughs> everything's trauma, right? <laughs> everything's trauma. But uh, understanding that everything I've ever wanted to do is only to feel a certain way. And, and mm -hmm. you know, I always say that dreams aren't places. They're things that get you to, f they, they, they bring you to feelings that you want to experience. Huh. And and so I quite often don't share these little moments I see. I, you know, I, I, I mean, I would be spending all my time doing that, turning to my partner. I, he, he already deals with a lot when I'm just like, oh, look at this leaf. It's like the star leaf from Land Before Time. And he's like, <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm having to, like, worry about um, uh, rent. <laughs> it's just rent. <laughs> um, but I told him that in that moment, and, and I don't know – uh, I've never like asked him how he processed that moment because again, this is such a small little instance and occurrence, mm -hmm. but it's one that's been like galvanized into my brain. And sure. and he had like a little exchange of like a little glance, if you will, with his brother. And, and like <laughs> I want to think, you know, I want to think that it was kind of a look of like, like love. like, at a girl. Like oh, there's oh, our depressed little Anna Lee still, <laughs> the norm, searching <laughs> for the best in things. Like that's our girl. Um, I don't know. Maybe he was rolling his eyes and just being like, what. Like the oh. hell is wrong with her, Jesus? I, um, but, but I'm gonna choose. You know, you know, reality is what you choose to believe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, that, but that is my perfect example of living in a moment that a lot of people could never guess is, is so incredibly different. You know, like mm -hmm. vibrationally, but but feeling wise, uh, in, in a really beautiful way. Yes, that that it, that is really hard to explain to people. You know, wow, I, I love that. Hmm.
coming up in our next episode, I'll continue this conversation with myself with our Autistic Awe series when we talk about how a hairy edamame showed me what love really looks like in a busy restaurant in Times Square. Hope you can make it. <laughs>